The views expressed here on Now See Here are not necessarily those of the sponsors, advertisers, Jack Chris, the host, or Roddy Merritt. Good morning, everybody. Jack Chris here with the Now See Here podcast. Of course, we're broadcasting on this Wednesday from CC's Coffee House. SettleMyCase.com is upstairs, and we've got a, a different show today, uh, an interesting show. I, I hope I'm saying that. The, the hope is, is going to be interesting. We'll make it interesting. How can it not be? There Mr. David Rushing and Mr. Joe Malinchak. John. John. John Malinchak. <laughs> I've been calling him Joe all morning. Well, you called me Chris in the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, so that's okay. It sounds like a first name, though. Well, it does, and I get that all the time anyway. Joe T's Wine and Spirits, one of our new underwriters and sponsors here at the Now See Here podcast. And we're going to talk about uh, wine. We're going to talk about the store itself, how it started, the business behind it. And gentlemen, welcome to Now See Here. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. Thanks for having us. David, kick us off because you are a <clears throat> co-owner or... I'm a... I'm the operating partner. I'm a partner with, with Joe T. And, um, Hence the name. For about... 11 years now, but we've been open for, uh, we're in our 19th year. We opened in 2001. Ironically enough, the weekend before 9-11. Is that right? So, you know, that will always kind of be a, a special day. You know, we were just getting started back back then. And uh, Joe T and, and his first partner had a uh, vision of the type of wine and spirit store that really uh, the Jackson area didn't have. Right. And so that that dream produced Joe T's, and the rest is history. And you've been on Highway 51 yeah, same the whole time in Richmond. The beginning started with just one third of the building, expanded to two thirds, and now you know the entire building is, is all ours. Is you Joe know, T's. One thing I notice, I, I enjoy a bottle of scotch every now and then, a little vodka when it's hot, but going in your store, I think you got you have one of the best selections of scotch I've ever seen. Uh, all the way from, you know, the, the Chevis, uh, Dewars, to you've got a 1600 bottle of Macallan behind the counter, which I took a picture of. Sure. It, it blew my mind. But but tell us about that. Do you, do you, and differentiate yourself from all the other wine and spirit stores? Is it the selection? Is it the service? Toot your own horn. I think it's some of both of those. Yeah. Um, especially the service. That is almost what we were founded on. You know, the old, our old slogan, you know, was a bigger store with a better selection and the best service. And that part, that, that last part was really the most important that I think that has carried us through this 19 years. There's many, many places that people can buy wine and spirits. We've actually got 17 in the city of Ridgeland. Yeah, all you within know. like almost yeah within walking distance, ball almost throwing distance. Yeah, that's and right. So we have to set ourselves apart. We try to do that with service. Uh, we we certainly you know have have a good selection. We're very customer oriented. We listen to our to the people that come in. Always getting new things in. Always looking for things you know, and um, we just strive on that that service to try to get. Mr. or Ms. Customer to drive past three or four other stores to come to Joe T's. And, and so, come back. Right. And, and come back. And John, you're not just here to, to look, you know, handsome for the camera. Well, I am. At, well, that too. And, and we all are, actually, all of us. But tell us your tie-in with Joe T's, what you do uh, for, the, for the store and how you got involved. Well, I'm a part-time employee. I'm also a certified wine sommelier. 
uh, got that through the Court of Master Sommeliers. Uh, so it's, it's an international guild. But, um, and what does the word mean, actually, for those who are not wine connoisseurs? What, what does that, you know, to most people, what's the difference in you being a sommelier? I can't say sommelier. it. Sommelier. Sommelier. Okay. And just any regular person who says, oh, I know about wine. A sommelier, uh, again, uh, there is a certification process through various guilds. Again, mine was the Court of Master Sommeliers. Um, you take the training, and basically a sommelier is a person who will advise you what type of wine, what type of cigar, what type really? of pairings spirit, with food, and especially the pairing of the food. In other yeah. words, you come in and say, "I want this type of food," and uh, the sommelier will look at all the characteristics of that food, you know, fat, so forth, and then recommend a wine with that food, or recommend several wines, an aperitif up front. Uh, to get you really hungry, um, but it's um, a person that has that knowledge that feels comfortable telling you what to buy. And again, uh, there are bottles of wine, just like the scotch you were talking about, that go up to several thousand dollars a bottle. Do you have those in stock? No, I would, I would, I would fear for that. I would, I would drop them. <laughs> yeah, you'd be afraid you would. My, my first uh, week at Joe T's, and I've been there about 10 years now. My first week, um, I had to move some bottles of wine that were from um, what they call the right bank of uh, uh, Bordeaux, region of Pomerol. And they were like $1,000 bottles. And I had to move them around and... Uh, I was like, Jesus, you know, I want to drop these things. <laughs> Are those My insured? First day, uh, I'm insured. Uh, we have a breakage fund. Or Do you? Uh, okay. That counts. It's not you, you break it, you buy it? Or? Uh, that's one of those. You break that one. Lick it off the floor. <laughs> I'll be licking it off the floor, but uh, you would be gone, actually. <laughs> Jack, basically, when it comes to a sommelier, they're always very humble, but they're the ones that can truly be considered wine experts. And, you know, like I said, John's very humble, but the knowledge is there, you know, and, and he is, he, he's forgotten more and he's taught me so much over the years. What I know, a lot of it has come from John, because I am not a sommelier, but the experience in the business for, you know, for almost 20 years has taught me a few things about, about the business and about wine and about spirits. Well, I'm going to so. put you on the spot. What's your favorite wine? What, what do you, I know it depends on the, the meal or the, the cigar, but what do you really like, let's say for value and for taste? Okay, let me tell you, when, when I went up and ordered the co uh, coffee, yeah. I told myself I want something dark and rich, full-bodied. So my favorite wine is a Cabernet Sauvignon. And, uh, but again, a lot of people are turned off by the, the tannin structure of that Cabernet. Tannin is the thing that dries your mouth out but it also gives it the full body. Uh, I can drink that in August like eating Denny Moore beef stew in August in Mississippi because <laughs> I know what to expect in that Cabernet. Um, I've learned to love all the wines. I was never a, wine, a white wine drinker. Next thing you know, here I am drinking white wines. Um, there's a wine for each place. And you, yeah. yeah, and you can help people. Customers can come oh, in. I and love number one. I love talking to people. Yes, he does. I love talking to people. I want to. I want. I want their soul. I want to know who you are. 
Well, now that's a little frightening, John. No, yeah. not really. I'm not the, <laughs> from a wine perspective. <laughs> from a wine, I'm, I'm okay. Not, I'm not, but I sounds like a know, minister. We lost their wine. So no, I want to know who you are. I, I want to know about your yeah. family. How many kids do you have? Um, I start that conversation all the time with people, and then I ask you if you put sugar in your coffee. I know what kind of wine you're looking for. Uh, do you like lemon in your tea? I know what kind of wine you're looking for. All right, let, let me hit you with this. Sure. All right, the, the wine that I have liked, enjoyed all my life, but it's hard to find, you may have it, is Stag Leap Merlot. We do. So what does that tell you about me? What does that tell you about my, my soul? <laughs> that tells you, man, it tells me you like a good quality wine. Hey. Stag's Leap is a fantastic producer out of California. And a little lighter on the tannins. Do you That's have exactly it? what yeah. I would Merlot say. Merlot yes. is not yes. going to be full, full-bodied as a Cabernet Sauvignon. It's not far behind on that structure from from one to twenty. You know. I'm so. I'm surprised you've got it in stock. I don't think anybody <laughs> Joe T's Wine and Spirits. You've got it. One one final wine story. I got to tell you guys this before we get back to talking to the store. Years ago. I, I started dating this young woman. She was an executive VP at a bank. And I you know, thought, well, she probably has good taste in, in her wine. And went to her house, and she said, would you like some wine? I said, sure, I'd love some. She's got Franzia in her refrigerator. Now, that, that kind of told me that, well, either she likes what she likes and doesn't care, or maybe there's something here less to the eye than, than, <laughs> than I thought. It's value. I mean, it's literally, it's value. But and wine in a box? <clears throat> yeah, no, it, that doesn't matter. It actually has these advantages. My, now, Jack, you'd be surprised the wine that are going into bags in a box, actually. So I was know? being a snob, in other words. You were being the snob. She just likes <laughs> that wine, she, and, and that was fine. She had you what know? you had. So yeah. That's exactly right. She wasn't the type of person that would sit there and put it in a glass and swirl it and look at it and sniff it. She was the kind of person that said, let's have a glass of wine and enjoy ourselves. Yeah. That's what she was saying. Yeah. And we did. I mean, yeah, it was, it was a great yeah. date. You know, and I actually there liked you it, you know, yeah. I said, as in, yeah. when in Rome, do as, do as the Romans yeah, do. Do as the Romans, absolutely. Talking to David and John from Joe T's Wine and Spirits. Now, David, you and I first met when you were a banker. Mm-hmm. It's in Macon, a little, little while. That would have been back in the... Um, Early 90s. Early to mid-90s. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. I was in business publishing at the time. Yeah. So how did you make this transition? That's that's quite a leap to go from banking to, you know, having ownership or running a, a yeah, package store. Jack, it was a process. Um, I was actually in between jobs, more or less. And uh, my next door neighbor at the time was uh, the guy that was actually doing the build out of Joe T's. And talking one morning, he said, what are you doing? I said, nothing. Come with me. You're going to help me a little bit. So I followed him up to this place. They were, looked like they were making a store. You know, they're going to make a liquor store. And um, started just, we were just, we were cleaning up. We were cleaning blinds. And next thing you know, it's 20 years later. That's literally how it happened. You so know, you obviously just, like your job. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Have, have you ever, I have to ask this question, uh, running a, a wine and spirit store, and I, I like that better than package store or liquor it's store. It's different. It's different. You know, it is. Have you ever had to turn down a customer? 
Has someone just come oh, yeah. in blotto and 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 they're just stumbling and you know damn well. Absolutely, that's against that's against the law. It is, oh, it, it is. It is against the law to sell to an inebriated person. I knew it was in so, restaurants. I didn't know if it was the case. No, it's in, same. It's same for us. Probably, so, probably even you know even closer. And sure, we've, we've you've had, had to no, do that. Not not much over the, all the years. You know, um, just like underage buying, we're very very mindful of that, and. Um, it, it doesn't really happen as much as you might think or, or, or maybe as much as it did 20 or 30 years ago because now the kids don't have to buy it, you know. They've got friends or even parents. Who do you it. Know? So, you know, we, we're certainly going to check IDs if we think you're under 30, you know, or even 25 sometimes. And sometimes we get embarrassed, but we're going to be on the safe Better side. Better safe than sorry. Just, that's ABC regulations, and we're going to – we want to be known, and we are – and you could, you know, like, since we're in Ridgeland, Ridgeland, you know, police is our is our organization, and you know, we have a good reputation with them because they know that we are above board, and you know, that's just not going to be part of Joe T's. I had a friend who owned a wine and spirit store, and he told me the regulations were just incredible, onerous. They are. They Do you are. agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Th does it hold you down? I mean, does it? No, I don't think so. No, I think they're, you know, uh, they're pretty much set up to where, um, you know, it's common sense. I think mostly common sense, you know. You don't want underage drinking. You don't want to sell to, you know, an inebriated person. Um, What's the strangest regulation you've got or, or prohibitive? Can you think just off the top of your head, is there one crazy thing you can't do, you're not allowed to do? No, because changes are made. I guess, you know, we have the things that we can sell, which is a very small, you know, list of the things we can actually sell, wine, spirits, mixers. Uh, for a long time, we couldn't sell dry mixers. Therefore, we couldn't carry margarita salt. We can now. No, no food, right? No, no food, food at all. No, we carry olive juice, but not olives. You know, and that's just the way it is. But that allows us to concentrate on the important things. I don't want to be a Sam's or a Walmart. Well, and John, before we get back to you and, and the wine aspect, I want to talk a little bit more about that. What do you gentlemen think about the grocery stores, the chains, the Kroger's trying to get into your business and sell wine? And you got a problem with that? Or? Oh, yeah, we have a big problem with it. You know, it's, are they going to um, succeed? I mean, I, I, oh, I think eventually they will, Jack. Um, they, they're, they're trying every year. Some years it gets more intense. Last year, very little in the legislature about getting that through. It's going to mean <clears throat> giant changes to the whole procedure. You know, it's not just, hey, we're going to throw wine in, in, in Kroger and everybody's, you know, happy. It's not that simple. It's very complicated. It's going to be very expensive. And, you know, there are, I, I don't want, we could talk about just that subject for, you know, a long time. I think there are better people to talk to about the whole deal than me. But it's not something we support because it's, a lot of us are small family-owned businesses. Right. And it will affect, you know, the, the smaller stores. As any box. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. As, as it's done. Right. John, are you, you don't work in the store six days a week, so are you on call if somebody needs you? Or? On call, yeah. If we How does that work, you know? If I come in and I say, hey, I need a wine, do, we, do you call John? Or? Well, no, we're going to have somebody there that can help you, Jack, yeah. but we have access to John, you know. So, I mean, he's always available to me. But, you know, it's not like we have to pick up the phone and call John every time we get a wine question. We, we're, we're equipped to handle you you know, most of the questions. Ever give any classes? Yes, I teach wine classes at Millsaps. Really? Yeah. 
Okay. You know, maybe that's where I've seen your name. That this is the the Millsaps courses. That, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, I haven't taught in about a year because of the gardening that I'm doing with the, the special needs kids. But um, I've had a lot of inquiries, a lot of conversations with uh, our clientele coming into Joe T's and people that I meet, and uh, they want to have another class. So we're going to have an intro class. Intro to wine. Try to understand wine. Uh, understand the basics so that rather than come in and say, I want a Bordeaux. No, you, you, want, you need to know what tannins are. You need to know what acidity is, uh, fruitiness, the characteristics of a wine, just basic characteristics. And then once you learn those, you learn the characteristics of food. And then now you can pair it. See what I'm saying? And that's just an introduction course. Once we get that basic foundation of knowledge, then our first layer of the pyramid will be wines from Germany, wines from Italy, wines from California, Oregon, Washington State. So who makes the best wine? What, what country? Let me tell you now. It was in 1976 at the wine tasting in Paris. I think the French wanted to embarrass us because it was our 200th birthday. Yeah, yeah. And they said, come on over with your best wines. Basically, we took over there our Cabernets and our Chardonnays. Chardonnays to go against our, the white Burgundies and our Cabernets to go against the Bordeaux. And they had the panel, the tasting panel, the judges were all French. And I thought... Doesn't sound fair. That's not fair. But guess what? We took number one in uh, red wines and number one, uh, one in the white wines. So Have we done that since? Yeah, we did it in 86, 10 years later. And then we did it like in 2000. It was just... That put California on the map. Yeah. That put the yeah. wine makers in the United States gave them the confidence we can compete with European wines. So prior to 76, we really didn't have that status? Or we that... did not have that status. That's interesting. Okay. Um, there's a movie out called Bottle Shock, and it's about the 76 tasting and about California, the winemaking. Chateau Montalino took number one in Chardonnay. And I believe it was the Stag's Leap Wine Cellar, um, 73, year 73, uh, Bordeaux, uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. Beat out. I'm talking about beating out the top Bordeaux, what they call first gross and second gross. These are the top ones like Chateau Latour. Just beat them. So we've done uh, well with domestic wine production. We know that Joe T's Wine and Spirits is the best wine and spirits store in Mississippi. We're aware we of that. So. Nationally, do you look at stores like I remember Buster's in Memphis <clears throat> on Poplar? You know, I, I guess it's still there, but are there any stores that you've ever studied or gone to and, and tried to model yourself after or, or not? No, not, not, not me personally. You know, the way our laws in Mississippi are structured, it's a, it's a whole different ball game, yep. you know, playground. State to state, basically. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, you can't have a chain of liquor stores in, in Mississippi, you know, uh, because you can only have one license per individual or corporation. That's why there's one liquor store in a Sam's in Madison. That's the only one in the state, you know. And Sam's does a lot of business. It's Sam's, you know. Uh, as far as those chains in Texas and, 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 you know, all around the country, we don't really try to model after that. We try to model after what is right here. Right here, I want in the Ridgeland-Jackson area. That's what I want to do, not what Texas is doing or Virginia 
you know, I mean, I've looked at things, you know, with other stores and you get ideas, but to try to model, we're modeled after Joe T's. And they're probably <laughs> different tastes in different regions. Oh, sure. Uh, absolutely. I, I would assume maybe even in wine that maybe Mississippians well, yeah, tend to drink. You know, Texas is really big into wine. They have several great wine regions out there. So a lot of people in Texas will drink the, the wines made in Texas. Now, the grapes are the same, you know, the Cabernet Sauvignon, the Syrah, the Chardonnay. But um, I think every state has a, at least a winery. Um, every state. Every state. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, we, we have Old South and Natchez, they're Muscadine, very popular. You know, they, they do really well. My family years ago made Muscadine wine in the Delta. It was called Rushing Wine. Uh, they had a little problem with an employee, and, and <clears throat> that kind of ended that. But um, you know, Muscadine wine was the top-selling wine during Thomas Jefferson's stay as president. And he drank a good bit of wine. Headed every day. Thomas Jefferson had the opportunity as Secretary of State to go to Europe and um, trying to make deals with the French. I'm an old Jefferson it. scholar, right. so yeah, yeah. But um, he had an opportunity to drink some of the Bordeaux, the Burgundies. And if you look at a book on uh, Jefferson and his wine, um, he took notes, didn't he? He brought it back. Notes, wine, everything. He brought him back to Monticello. He brought, yeah. He brought back uh, cuttings. But it was too hot in this country to grow those grapes. So people in, in California, it's very hot in Napa Valley. It gets really hot. And that's why we have these plump, luscious Cabernet um, grapes that have a high sugar content, makes a high alcohol content wine. But when we brought them over here, but people have to understand that not only is the, the floor is hot, but it's surrounded by two ranges of mountains. And in the evening, that cool air comes off those mountains and mm -hmm. bathes those, those vineyards, and it stops that growing process. It slows her way back. So that's kind of cool. That's fascinating. Pretty fascinating. My yeah. background's in geology, yeah. so I love all that stuff. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to have John on for several topics. You can talk to him on several and, topics. And David, you can talk about drones, because we, <laughs> we tried to fly the drone we're out in the lightning. We're working, working on, on it. it. This is the Now See Here podcast. I'm Jack Chris. It's David and John here with Joe T's Wine and Spirits. I'm holding up the card here. I, I, this is a zoom in. We've got five <laughs> minutes left. Let me ask you, you gentlemen, this, uh, David. I guess it's more aimed at you. If a customer comes in and they ask for something that you don't have, would you ever send them to a competitor, or have you? Um, it could. Happen. I don't mean to put you on the spot, no, no, but no, I mean, not a, not I'm wondering if, if it's a cordial. Here's how we would handle that. If I think I know somebody that may have that product, sure, yeah. I, I'll send it. You know, send them to my competitor or call and see if they have. Um, but most of the time, we'll look into it to see if it's available. Can we get it? Back to what I was saying about being customer driven. You know, and I have a great, you know, a great deal that actually I'd like to mention. Um, Please, there's six thousand items out at our warehouse. We're running about twenty two hundred in our store. That leaves a lot of available items. People like, uh, you know, we have great discounts. We do 15% discount on a mixed case of wine every day. If you want, you know, your particular wine and I don't carry it, I can order it, have it at the front of the store waiting on you. You get 20% discount on that because it's just in and out. That's another 5% discount. I mean, we'll do whatever it takes to get and keep a customer. You tell me what you need. We'll try to make it happen. If I can't make it happen, I'll tell you, I can't make it happen. 
And do most of your customers come in, say, at the first of the month with the grocery list and buy what they need for that month, or is it day-to-day? No, no, it's, it's, it's day-to-day. When they, when they need wine, they come in. It's not any, you know, certain time of the month or anything. You know, you go through ups and downs, and, you know, everybody has their wine one day, then everybody needs it the next day. Now, so. you, you were telling me in the store the other day, the hot item, what are these, vodka popsicles? Popsicles, Tell yeah. us about that, and what... what <laughs> Just... What? How about those wine popsicles? <laughs> are, there, are there any other hot items right now uh, that, that people are kind of trending toward? Well, you know, um, Crown Royal has a peach-flavored, you know, whiskey out that's been hard to get. We're looking for ours any time now. That's been hot. Uh, Ciroc <clears throat> Vodka is always coming out with a new flavor. The last one was the Summer Watermelon. You know, I've got that. So, you know, the, the, the trends are just, they change, they change every day, some new hot product. The, uh, the popsicles, you know, those are popular, and um, you just stick them in the freezer, and they freeze up, and they're just like a popsicle, you know, not intended for children. No, so. of course not. And, <laughs> and I guess there are certain times of the year, maybe, when sales go up and trend a little better. Well, you, you figure summertime, it's hot. A lot of people drink beer. So, you know, a little less red wine and, you know, drinking and, and, and brown, you know, spirits during the summertime. And then certainly with fall, back to school, as you go into the holidays, it really goes up. So, you know, it does. It ebbs and flows. What's your favorite part of the job? Uh, each, I'll ask either, either one of you, both of you, what do you enjoy most about what you do with Joe T's? Success. Making making Joe T's a, a successful business. Financially you know. and yeah, keeping but, people happy. Yeah, and. just just dealing with people. I've always liked dealing with people, and um, it, that makes customer service easy. So, you know, that's, uh, I would have to say, just just giving people a, a great place to shop, you know, and, and the interaction, so. John? It's the people. Uh, as I said, I'm a people person. I love talking to people about wines, about the regions. And I tell a story with each wine region. And I, I, I swear, the story sells the wine. It's true. Very I true. can believe that. And I love doing that. And, you know, we have to differentiate ourselves at Joe T's from all the other stores, not just in right. Ridgeland, Mississippi. But, you know, I hear people coming, well, in Louisiana we do... That's your shtick. I don't care. <laughs> but what we do here... How do you really feel, John? Yeah. How do I really feel? Let me yeah. tell you. I, well, I'll tell you. I, I really feel that... You can curse on, on podcast if, if you want. If somebody wants to come in to the state of Mississippi and sell wine across the street from me, I don't care. I really don't care. He's against it. I'm for it. You're telling me I can't build a gas station across from you? We are small, operated people. We are ma and pa things right. But that's our country. The, free market. They have that right. Yeah, it's competition. It's a free market. Competition. But we at Joe T's, I want that competition. I want to let people know. And we got 16 come, other stores in and when you come providing to, the competition. So. And when you come into Joe T's, I'm going to sell you some great stuff. That's what, what makes us different. I want to do this. I want. And if you don't want to buy it, that's fine. I don't care. I'll undersell. Look, I never oversell. I undersell. Look, what you just said is not true because as far as now see here is concerned and our audience, there's only one 
fine Dokey, wine and spirit fine store. wines and spirits. John Malinchak. 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 I, I had to cheat and look at it, and I'm nearsighted. It's David right. Rushing. Gentlemen, you're going to be on more often. I Thank am you. grateful to have you as a, as a sponsor. Thanks for having us, Jack. You'll be seeing a lot of me. I won't be buying $1,600 bottles of scotch uh, unless I hit the lottery. Well, okay. But, but maybe so. We'll see. I've got some great ones in the thirty to forty dollar range, Jack. So. Give give your address, phone number, website. How can people find out more about Joe right. T's? Joe T's Fine Wines and Spirits, two eighty six Highway fifty one North. Um, it's between Lake Harbor and Ridgewood Road, between the Shell and the Goodyear. And uh, our website is JoeTees.net, and you can email me at david at joetees.net if you need anything or call us at 601-605-7602. We'll be glad to help. Thanks, Jack. We could talk another 30 minutes, we'll and we it. will in due time. Gentlemen, thank you we'll so do. much. I'm thank Jack you, Chris. You. This is Now See Here, the podcast, anchor.fm slash now see here. Take care.